Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. And for those of you that don't know, or for any new listeners, each episode we take a topic that we know very little about, and we give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea is we find out the most important bits of information and then share that back with you, our listeners. Yep, um, we say it every week, but it's worth repeating, we're not experts in anything that we talk about. Um, this is just a summary of, of our findings. Um, but hopefully by sharing some knowledge, we can all learn just a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Sounds good to me, Liam. Let's get on with this week's topic, which is your choice for the series, Marvel Avengers. Liam, this week's topic is the Marvel Avengers. You could have picked any topic in the world because this was the Liam's Choice episode. I had to go along with it, whatever it was that you picked, and you decided that this is what you wanted us to learn about this week. Do you just want to explain why and what you knew about this beforehand? Yeah, um, I said last week, but if you didn't listen to it, my boy is five years old and suddenly the Avengers are the absolute most important thing in the whole world. <laughs> and, I, you know, if anyone's listening with kids, they may well have gone through this phase. I know my nephew also went for it. He's a bit older now, so now he doesn't like any of it. But I said to you at the time, I was going to have to learn about this, whether we did this for an episode or not. Yep. So it felt like a pretty good idea. Let's just learn about it. So, yeah, my point was all I want, you know, he's got so much stuff and he's talking to me about Hawkeye and Iron Man all the time. I thought it would probably be a good idea that if I just learned just a little bit about it, I can at least hold a conversation with a five-year-old. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. It's probably worth adding a little disclaimer to the start of this episode, isn't it? Yeah, this is, the, the, we said, um, it's happened before. This turned into a, a bit of a bigger topic than I thought it would. <laughs> I was just planning on learning about six superheroes. But, you know, like when you start learning about comic books and things, there's so much history in yeah. all the characters. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've I've watched one of the movies and, uh, you know, they just keep rewriting their stories and they keep starting them all over again. And, and so it's going to be very difficult for us to cover just about everything. So it might well be that that we slightly get stuff back to front or we talk about what used to be true and now is not true because they've now since made another film about it. Uh, but hopefully we're going to cover the basics. Yeah, and this is this is a summary of our findings, isn't it? This is the what we feel is the most important pieces of information. But there might <laughs> well be some people who, you know, really super deep into their their Marvel Avengers history who can maybe pluck out some other bits of information. But I think this has been an interesting topic. Yeah, but I mean, and absolutely, if there is anyone out there who uh, wants to let us know how right or wrong we were, please let us know. You know, definitely fire us a message because uh, we'll happily be corrected or congratulated if we get this anywhere near right. <laughs> So, yeah, the, the point was we were, I wanted to do the Avengers, but we've ended up learning a little bit about Marvel, haven't we? We've actually learned about something called DC Comics as well. Yes. Just because it all sort of falls into place together. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully everyone will learn a little bit. And just as a little tease towards the end, I will then also be having to tell you what my topic is for next week. Exciting times. Exciting, Exciting hopefully times. Hopefully it's something else I need to learn. And then also... Just for people now, just to be thinking, we need then your topic suggestions. We'll remind you at the end, but we need your topic suggestions for the listener choice happening in two weeks' time. 
Yeah, which was the reason we did such great episodes as Death Row and Worcestershire Sauce. <laughs> can't believe after all this time you still can't say it properly. Anyway, sauce. come on, right. So let's kick Who off the Avengers. Then? So, Marvel Avengers. Do you want to tell us what it is then? What's our topic about this week? So this is about that gang of superheroes who work together to save the planet. There are six of them. Well, no, huh, that's also something debatable, isn't it? How many actually are there? Who's in it now? <laughs> who's not in it? Who's dead? Who's still alive? Like, it, we could probably talk about lots and lots of them, but we're going to go with like the original six okay. um, Avengers, aren't we? There are six superheroes originally. Um, they are known as Earth's mightiest superheroes. They are, trying to get this right first time without looking at any notes, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Hulk, Hawkeye, and Black Widow. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's about. right. That's right. So they, the, the Avengers, they, yeah, this, this team of superheroes, they started out from comic book series, as we sort of mentioned there. Yeah. And, and the comic book series is owned by Marvel Comics, which is why they're yeah. the Marvel Avengers. So the first comic that came out was called The Avengers. That's the number one comic. And it was back in September 1963. And this is where some people might get a little bit picky. When you were saying about the main six, we're talking about the main six from the films nowadays. But back in yeah. that very first comic book that came back out in 1963, it also featured the Wasp or Wasp and also Ant-Man. So there are, there are other other Marvel Avengers that we will talk about a little bit later on. So yeah, 1963 is where we're at. And it was created or written by someone called Stan Lee. And then the artist was someone called Jack Kirby. And Stan Lee might be well known by people um, just because of he's been around so long in this area. Yeah, he has cameos, doesn't he? Uh, had yes. cameos in uh, lots of the movies because obviously he created the characters. Um, but... Marvel didn't start out straight away with these Avengers in 63, did it? Actually, comics and, and co superheroes and, and these sorts of comics, actually, you can go back just a little bit further into the, the late 30s with what we said. There's a, there's a company called DC Comics, wasn't there, who were the, the first sort of company, if you like, to, to publish these superhero comics. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it, it was then that you had... Marvel Comics that saw this and they thought that looked like a good idea. And it's sort of grown and grown from there. So we're talking about from 1963. So it's like about, you know, around 60 years, 60 decades. There's been over 500 comic books that have been issued, you know, a whole bunch of different films that have happened um, and all sorts of different like spin-off media elements that have come up about it. But this, these, these characters have really stood the test of time and yes, yeah, Stan Lee, he was he was the guy who was instrumental in creating them. He actually started working. It wasn't Marvel Comics at the time. It was a company called Timely Comics in 1939. Okay, yeah. And this yeah. Timely Comics then grew and grew. And then did it turn into Atlas? Is that right? Uh, yeah, Atlas Magazine and eventually Marvel. Um, and I yeah. didn't know this, but I, I didn't realize that Marvel now, which has now morphed into Marvel Entertainment, because we're saying there's all the films and all the other media spin-offs, it's now 
100% wholly owned by Walt Disney as of 2009. Yeah, but one of the things, the first things, I, I, as soon as I started reading about these DC comics, I, I, like, if they've been around forever, well, like, what do they do? And then I realized like, there's two distinct camps of superheroes, right? Yep. So we've got our Marvel superheroes and we've got DC superheroes. Now, DC superheroes are superheroes that you definitely will have heard of. Like Spider-Man, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, uh, Aquaman. These are all DC comic superheroes. Uh, and then obviously the Avengers, all the other ones we said. Now they've got like hundreds and hundreds of heroes each. So yes. I think there's no point listing all yeah, of them. Yeah. But, but it's interesting to know that there are basically two distinct camps. Definitely. Googling stuff like Googling stuff like who's better, DC Comics or Marvel Comics, is a bit of a rabbit hole. Don't bother doing that. It's it's just like one person's opinion against another's, you know. So it's interesting you say that though. So yeah, so DC Comics, they in 1938, they published the first Superman story. And the the comic was called Action Comics number one. And it was so successful, the this Superman comic that is sort of responsible for creating the whole costume superhero genre that has been, okay. you know, around for, for so long. And then DC introduced some other um, notable people that you just mentioned there, the likes of Batman in 1939, Wonder Woman in 1941, and it grew and grew and got more successful. But if you remember, we said at the very beginning that Marvel, so the Marvel Avengers, their comic didn't come out until 1963. So DC had a bit of a, a head start on them, didn't they? Yeah, they were. So Marvel had had released comics. They'd released like a Hulk comic or a, a, um, a Captain America comic, for example. Whatever they they'd been released as, as separate comics, but they they weren't in anywhere. And they sort of backburned them. You know, they put them put them on the back on the shelf, if you like, for a little bit. And they they started releasing like horror comics and romance comics and things like that. And, and then what they saw, like you were saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, like westerns and and war films and sci-fi comics and things like that. And what they saw is they saw that DC comics would, would get traction with like like we we're saying Superman, Green Lantern, Wonder these sort of comics were picking up. And what DC comics did is they created something called the Justice League of America, which is almost exactly the same, um, very similar to the Avengers. And they've since released a movie about it as well. But then Marvel basically saw this was happening realized that they had some superheroes that they once released and they sort of stopped releasing and, and basically, you know, dusted them off, got them back down again. 63 went, right, let's get our superheroes, put them together like DC Comics have done. Voila, Avengers are born. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And it's maybe just worth pointing out about why the comics like grew, grew so much and, and became so popular. Was So the 1930s, it's just before World War II took place yeah and world war ii had like a, a massive impact on the world um particularly you know the u.s as well you know they were obviously fighting and there were many aspects of like people's lives where they maybe just wanted to have a bit of a distraction and then read a yeah. comic you know it'd be, yeah. it'd be quite a good thing for them to to view and think about something else rather than what was going on in in the wider world and yeah they, they just grew massively from there they liked the idea of like good versus evil. There was a lot of um, focus about war, maybe, and just about how yeah. you can then overcome 
your enemies and obviously doing it from a from a comic point of view you can draw and do whatever you want and come up with these incredible characters yeah and marvel like almost went further than that they started really their comics were they dealt with all kinds of things it wasn't just like smash them and bash them people beating each other up you know they dealt with like race and drug abuse and things like that. and they had these fantastic animations that were like ahead of their time and that sort of thing they were they, their story arcs were like soap operas weren't they and they were yeah. all intertwined and they were really long over a bunch of comics instead of smash and it's done yeah um, and that sort of whole approach to it uh certainly helped them uh to grow definitely and, you know, yeah, that, yeah, that that whole soap opera element to it. And I suppose we sort of touched on that a little bit in our anime episode. When yeah. We were talking about yeah. Yeah, anime in general and just how that would then suck people in with these really super long running storylines. And obviously saying that the Avengers have now had over 500 comics, I think you can safely say there's some some long running storylines there. Have you um, Do you know some of the, the spin-off ones they had as well? Do you want me to just name some very funny names of well, no they're not funny there's just so many of them yeah go on so obviously the avengers at this you know they're getting popular you know through the 70s and the 80s the comics we're, we're still on comics before they turn into movies but you know trying to strike lightning twice what's it called catch lightning in a bottle or, or yes. whatever that thing is uh here are some other ones they released something called the west coast avengers avengers forever the ultimates young avengers the mighty avengers the new avengers Avengers Academy, the Secret Avengers, the Uncanny Avengers. There was one to do with the Avengers Pets as well, I think. It was there. I read um, a couple of the reasons behind it. The Uncanny ones, I read that they were actually like a little bit calamitous and they would end up saving the day, like almost accidentally. They'd try and do something right and then it would then end up saving the day, like even though they, they didn't really mean to. And then the West Coast Avengers was because, well, baddies aren't always just on the East Coast of the US. So yeah, let's do a spin-off and let's have, you know, West Coast Avengers as well. Let's send Hawkeye, it turned out, was the leader of the West Coast yeah. Avengers yeah. to then settle over there what's going on in uh, in That in was um they actually wrote, didn't they write four books as like a that was it. It was like a four a four comic book story and they were over on the West Coast. This is what happened. When they released it, so many people bought it. They were like, "All oh, right, we've got something here." So they basically expanded what was a four four comic book story into like loads a bit like the program prison break they had a really good idea for the first series everybody watched it they were oh, right now we need loads more so they just sort of expanded out <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened anyway so should we get right. into then let's talk about some of the the actual avengers that we we think it's useful and important for people to know because as we've alluded to there are a lot and there are actually over more than a hundred avengers so if you have a look on the Marvel website, the number of different like characters that you've got on there is, yeah, is, is massive. And then there's also, it turns out there's been a hundred, if you include honorary members, there's 150 honorary members. There's a whole load of other characters who are regularly yeah. part of the comic books, but obviously aren't in the, the Avengers film. There's, you know, six or yeah, seven I, that we'll talk about. If, if, you know, knowing, you know, Christmas just happened. I had to go to shops to buy stuff, right? If you want to buy Avengers, these six thing, these six that we're going to mention are the ones that are on everything. Yes. Okay. You know, if you buy a lunchbox of Avengers, these six will be on it. You know, they're on, on everything. There are absolute boatloads more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we know that. So yeah, anyone listening, we know there's a whole load more. Right. 
We should go one at a time then. So who's the first one then? Um, I've got in my list, I've got Iron Man. Yeah, right. Let's go with Iron Man. All right. So, you know, there's a mum or dad listening and their kids all suddenly all over Iron Man. You haven't seen Iron Man, but you'd like to just know just at least a little bit about him. So you can go, ah, oh, did you know this? Shall we just quickly explain who is Iron Man? What's his name? What are his powers? That's, that's what I wanted to know. That sounds good. So his name is Tony Stark. And he's like this yeah. billionaire philanthropist and um, industrialist, so like a business person. And he's the one who flies around in the super high-tech red suit with yellow. And his superpowers are that he can then fire out beams from his hands, repulsors, <laughs> repulsor blasts. Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, repulsor blast. And he's got super strength, super durability, but he's basically a normal man who's within a an iron suit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's basically built a suit of armor, hasn't he? And that suit yep. of armor, that suit of armor is um it's got an onboard AI artificial intelligence system. Um he, you know, with the suit, he can see hunt 360 degrees. Like you said, he can fly, he's got boosters on his hands and his legs, he can fly all over the place. The suit makes him stronger. Um yeah, but he's basically, he's, he's an inventor, but he's a billionaire. He's super clever. He's a genius. He's inside his suit. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Genius, and then, genius level intellect. And I was reading that he he then ended up, he built his suit, according to the comic books, because he got trapped, didn't he? He got trapped and taken prisoner and yeah. ended up having to build a suit to try and escape. Yeah, and that is actually what happens in the first Iron Man movie. You know, we should say a lot of these characters, although they've got the film is, you know, the Avengers films, they've also got their own standalone films, which is a bit complicated. So Iron Man, I think there's been three Iron Man films as well as all the Avenger films. So yeah, he, he's captured and he basically builds it so he can escape and all the baddies are shooting at him, but he's got this suit on, like, like literally like a suit of armor. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's him. Moving on. Yeah, you pick. Oh, I pick. All right. Should we go over another one? Uh, right. I reckon, I reckon if you like went around the world and asked people, Hulk is the one most people are going to know. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. That was a massive TV series as well. In when must that have been? Like the 70s or something. You know, this as a character, he's pretty famous, isn't he? So Absolutely. this guy, he's the, he's the guy who gets angry, gets massive and turns green. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. And it, he he's actually a human as well, isn't he? So in his in his human yeah. form, in his human form, he's called Dr. Bruce Banner. And he's lived quite a quiet life. And what he really wants to do is, you know, focus on his science. He's got a super intellect and he's he's able to, you know, really look into physics and you know, really come up with some good inventions around radioactive substances and bombs and everything, which is where he actually ended up having this superpower in the first place. Yeah, he was accidentally um, exposed to gamma radiation uh, during an experiment. And so he, he now gets turns into the Hulk, basically, when he gets angry. Superhuman strength when he's Hulk. Long distance jumping. He can jump between buildings. Hulk, uh, this, this is my boy's favourite thing to do. Walk around and go, Hulk smash! And then just <laughs> smash his hands together. <laughs> that's what Hulk does he can smash his hands together and it create like a I don't know like a, a thunderclap and everybody around him falls down he's also like you said he's super smart 
He works well with Tony Stark, Iron Man. They're both geniuses. They're both yeah. super smart. They work quite well together in the films as well. Uh, but yeah, a lot of the original comics, he was actually the villain, and he, he would, yeah. you know, he couldn't control his anger. And there would be lots of, you know, ones where everyone's trying to stop him. Yep. But I think they've sort of rewritten that slightly. Uh, and what, and uh, what what tends to happen is that you've got people trying to capture the Hulk so they can then try and use his powers for evil. That tends to be, you know, a, a common theme that you have. But he is now one of the goodies when he can control his uh, his anger and actually work work for the Avengers in a good way. I, I had a little look in terms of on the Marvel website. It tells you a little bit about them. And it was saying, so Bruce Banner... He's five foot nine when he's Bruce Banner. Do you know how tall he is when he's Hulk? Okay. Uh, 15 feet. <laughs> no, not quite. He's seven foot six. And he goes is from he? 128 pounds to 1,150 pounds. I reckon he's got to be taller than seven foot to only be, to be that heavy. <laughs> That's what Marvel say. They say he's seven foot six. Okay. So, uh, yeah, in the, in the Hulk movie... His villain is called the the abom. I can't say the word. The abomination. Okay. I, I want to say the abominable snowman, but it's not. It's the abomination. And basically, they they're trying to capture him, so they give some of his like they, they give some of his like I don't know like this serum to one of the soldiers who are trying to capture him, and the soldier like suddenly gets really fast and can run, but then he, he gets a taste for it and he wants a bit more, so he gets low. He takes loads of this Hulk serum and then just turns into this giant monster because he's taken too much of it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He becomes the baddie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so next up, Captain America. All right, if 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 my boy's not doing Hulk smash, he's launching a shield around the house <laughs> all the time. That's the next one. All right, <laughs> that's all he's doing. So, Captain America, Steve Rogers. He, he again, he's just a person who's had he's had some super soldier serum, hasn't he? He's basically yeah. been upgraded. He's still a person. And he's not invincible, but he's basically now a super soldier. It's it's interesting how all of the Avengers, they have these super long backstories to them as well. They're like quite intricate, aren't they? Um, with all yeah. these stories that, that we mentioned earlier. And this this Steve Rogers, I was reading into his backstory where it's saying that he he wasn't actually good enough to get into the army, even though he was really patriotic and he wanted to be part of it. And so during World War II, they offered for him to take place in part of this military top military operation like experiment and as you say they gave him this this super serum and it meant that he then had heightened endurance and strength and reaction time and he was just this incredible soldier basically and then yeah as you say he's got this shield hasn't he this shield that can do like incredible yeah. things it's a vibranium shield apparently but yeah it's super tough he can launch it it comes back to him Virtually indestructible. Yeah, but yeah, he's super acrobatic. Uh, he can, surprise, according to the Marvel website, surprisingly agile moves for a man of his size. Uh, <laughs> yeah, again, we'll, we'll talk about this in a minute. This is still just a guy who's basically been upgraded. Uh, he, he is not, he is not God-given powers. No. Necessarily. Exactly. And um, interestingly... He wasn't actually part of that very first Avengers lineup, was he? No, he wasn't. And and Hulk, actually, we should have said Hulk was only a member of the first Avengers lineup in the first episode. By the end of the fir uh, first comic, 
Hulk yeah. had already been written out of it and decided he didn't want to be part of it. Yes. Um, so, and what they, uh, what then happened? Then, it was then in comic number four that the other of Avengers found this frozen man in ice, and they then realized they then thawed him out, and it turned out that it was Captain America, and they then gave him this founding status to be a, a founding member of the Avengers, and he's he's almost. Is it fair to say he's like their leader? I think like on the yeah. on the field. I think that's that's yeah, fair to say, I, isn't it? I I think so. But again, like you know, someone's going to tell us the Avengers have split into different groups now, and this guy's a leader, and that guy was a leader. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, I, I would I think that's probably true. Talking of thawing him out. Oh, nice! You're going to talk about Black Widow. <laughs> now, okay, so we've said that a lot of these are basically humans with you know advanced powers but they do have a member of their team who does actually come from another planet yes and that do. is thor which is this thor is... so thor he, he's the nordic nordic legend the son of odin and he's he's then the the god isn't he he's like a mythology mythological person thor who's got ability to control thunder yeah god of thunder and he's the one who has the the hammer comes from the planet Asgard. Um, his brother Loki is one of the villains for quite a, you know, he's in and out of lots of the films. Um, yeah, he's got, what's the name of the hammer? So I had to look this up. It's the Mjolnir. Mjolnir, I think. Mjolnir. I, I don't, I actually, yeah, it's spelled M-J-O-L-N-I-R, Mjolnir. But that's his super strong hammer. Only those most deemed worthy can pick it up. There's quite a good scene in the Avengers there where even Hulk tries to pick it up and he can't pick it up. Yes. Uh, which is pretty funny. Um, he can use it to fly. If he throws his hammer but keeps hold of it, he can fly with it. He can call it back. Uh, he can summon thunder and lightning with it. But yeah, he's... Um, yeah, Thor. Sounds good. So do you know also Thor, actually in Nordic mythology, is the god of thunder like yes. as a character you know he, he has actually been come from a real god and that is where we get the name thursday from because it used to be known as thor's day okay so just saying yeah. we're recording this today on a wednesday my boy went to bed last night and the first thing he said to me was daddy it's thor's day tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so i told him that fact um uh, anyway so one that i mentioned a moment ago so black widow so this is a a, a female avenger and um, People might know her better as Natasha Romanoff. Um, so from the yeah. films, she was Scarlett Johansson. And she's she's basically a super spy, isn't she? So she, she's trained in the art of espionage. She's got state-of-the-art equipment. She's got, you know, incredible combat skills, which, you know, virtually are matched by anybody else. And she's then able to, um, yeah, do martial arts and interrogate people and, and make the use out of her, like, spy powers yeah yeah yeah. she can hack computers and things like that as well but yeah she's basically yeah um like an assassin spy sort of but again she's she's not an upgraded person she's just a, a human agent as well who, who is she an agent for yeah so she is an agent they do they all sort of fall under this she's an agent for shield yeah yeah she, she so she was originally her and Hawkeye. They were both agents for this this overarching company called Shield. Um, I think you've got the name of it somewhere, do you not? So yeah, Shield. It stands for the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. 
yeah, so they're they're like you know like the FBI or whatever. They're like a, a government agent a, agency who have got all these agents working for them. It just so happens that uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow already worked for them as human agents, if you like, and then they pulled in the other four to create this team. So she worked there. Hawkeye as well, like we were saying, Hawkeye is an agent as well. He is basically the world's most amazing archer, isn't he? You see all the pictures of him. He's um, got the bow and arrow. He can fire special bow, special arrows to do different things. Um, again, he's he's a tactical genius, though. So he's there, like you know, uh, sort of planner when it comes to battles. I think. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll, and I'll just say it for anybody listening who knows more about Marvel than us: is that that shield? That's the latest acronym for them the strategic homeland intervention enforcement and logistics division it's had a few different names over the years hasn't it but that's the have you got any other ones no i don't i have got another one the originally originally it stood for the the supreme headquarters international espionage and law enforcement division okay does not not stand for that anymore so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's had a, a couple of different names. Um, and then somebody else who, I know we said about Captain America being their, their leader. He's more their leader on the battlefield, if you like. The one who then oversees and tells them where they then need to be going and fighting and what's going on and pulling it all together is someone called Nick Fury. Yeah, played by Samuel L. Jackson um, with the eye patch. You might have seen a picture of that. Yes. Interestingly, do you know, they wrote the character in the car, in the comic thinking of samuel l jackson no way so it, like relative like it, he's a relatively new character i think so they they rewrote the comics with him in mind then when they released the films went right there's only one person that can play this it's gonna have to be the person that we wrote it as in the first place so then they got samuel l jackson to, to be him yeah that, that makes sense i was reading about he's he's got a pretty like sketchy past contradictory past He's claimed that he was an orphan child, but then he also says that his mum's still alive somewhere. Um, apparently he's like been in university over different places around the world and then has ended up at Shield. But again, these like convoluted backstories, there's loads. If anybody wants to go and like read these intricate details about them, that they they definitely can do. They're out there. Yeah. Um, so you know, these are the characters, and then they've released a bunch of films though, haven't they? I almost feel like this whole episode, we could have given ourselves a year run up to it and just watched boatloads of films. <laughs> Can we? There's so many of them. So many. Marvel made so many films. But it started, well, I mean, it, they had made other ones beforehand, but the Avengers, the first Avengers film came out in 2012. Do you know, this yeah. is probably pretty bad to admit. I've only seen one Avengers Marvel film which is the avengers which i watched this week i've not seen any of the others <laughs> but you got disney plus right because you've got kids so now you can watch them all <laughs> yeah that's a good point that's a good point i think like we were saying about the convoluted storylines i think on disney plus they 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 can let you watch them in in storyline order because obviously there are some some films where they go back in time yep so what they've done is they've lined up all the timelines and you watch although it was the eighth film it's actually supposed to be like the earliest one yep so you can watch them in order. Yeah, 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 they've released, so they've released, as far as the Avengers goes, there's been four. The Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Endgame. These four films have grossed nearly $8 billion between them. Wow. And they are in, as far as all of the films of all time, they are ninth, 13th, 5th, and 2nd. 
of all time. Like this is a big deal. Uh, you know, if you massive, if you've not seen them, I mean, we've not seen them. You know, it's I don't know. You know, we're probably missing out considering how many people probably have seen them. <laughs> so, what one of the things about seeing them and the people who are in them and the characters, I just thought it might be interesting to mention two other characters that were around. Go on. So we had Wasp that we mentioned earlier. So Wasp was from the very first comic back in 1963. And it turns out that Wasp is another female character, Janet Van Dyne, and she had the ability to then shrink down to the size of a wasp, but still have super strength. And she could then also fire um, lightning bolts as well. So that's that was one of the, the characters that's you know really instrumental in the comics. And then there was another one called Ant-Man, who was in the very first one. And, and Ant-Man was basically someone who had the abilities to like have Ant-Man strength and do jobs, and then also summon telepathically a whole load of ants and insects to then take over the enemies and then um yeah, d- defeat the enemies. But Wasp is super important, isn't she, for this episode, even though she's not yeah. in it anymore. So they have released films, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That has been a film since Marvel have released a film called that. Um, but yeah, Wasp is the, the character that named the group the Avengers. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, isn't it? Like, so there's an episode, a part of the comic, I've got a, a screenshot of it here, um, where there, there's, um, there's Hulk and there's Thor and there's Iron Man. They're standing around debating what they should call themselves. And uh, Wasp says it should be something colourful and dramatic, like, like the Avengers, or and then Ant Man goes, or nothing. That's it. We are the Avengers. And then Thor goes, we'll never be beaten, for we are the Avengers. Yeah, that's where the name comes from. So it comes from Wasp, even though she's not actually in any of the the Avengers films that, um, or the original Avenger film that came out. So yeah, so that's um, yeah important that Wasp was there. I. They're, they're sort of the, the main characters that we mentioned before, though, like Hulk, Iron Man, Black Widow. Hawkeye. Thor. Hawkeye. <laughs> a bit of a mind, mind freeze there. <laughs> they're the main characters. But I thought it was interesting about just looking at some of the differences between Marvel and DC comics. Yeah. And yeah. when I started looking into this and reading about like the differences between the Avengers and then DC comics, they, they make complete sense. And you've sort of touched on it a couple of times earlier. I think a good way of framing it was around that whole God-given or not abilities that people have. Yeah, lots of the DC characters. Well, we said the Marvel characters tend to be like a science experiment's gone wrong or they, they've picked up something that has, has given them this power. Injected with DC, serum. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the DC characters tend to have God-given powers, like they were born with it. Superman didn't become Superman. He was born Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, you know, that sort of thing. That, that's one of the, one of the different, you know, there's our gift, whereas Marvel's characters tends to be sort of almost, especially to begin with, seen as a curse. Yeah. You know, how do we deal with the fact I turn massive and green? That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's a, a major difference about them and that whole, yeah, God-given or not. It's also about the the locations as well so it tends to be that you've got marvel which is set in real locations so they'll be set in new york or you know similar similar locations whereas dc comics they're often in fake locations like metropolis or batman in gotham city 
they're places that yeah. only exist within their comic comic book world or universe. And they they wrote that on purpose though. DC did that on purpose because they wanted the people reading their comics to think those cities could be next door to them. Yep. They could be near them. You know, if, if they're saying they're in New York, but someone's reading this book and they're living in LA, then ah, oh, you know, oh, that's not me. But if it's a pretend city, they could just pretend it's anywhere. Yeah. And, and that sort of, but I, I think over time it's you know, Gotham City's come to mean New York, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't, yeah. don't really know. Metropolis has come to mean LA. I, I don't know. I, maybe. And then there's also um, another difference that you've got between the, the two of them where, where Marvel tends to have a little bit more humor thrown in and some funny parts to it where DC tends to be a little bit more serious. So if you're, you're thinking about Batman or, or the Dark Knight trilogy, there's some you know pretty dark elements to those. There's not a lot of funny laugh out loud bits in there, whereas you do get that sometimes yeah. with, with the Mar- Marvel. They'll <clears throat> take the mick out of themselves or there'll be some funny jokes, in-jokes in there. Yeah, banter between the um, between the superheroes, I guess. You know, There's a lot of banter between them. Bruce Banner and Tony Stark banter off each other. Thor and Hulk banter off each other. You know, yep. that happens. I think it's in the first Avengers, isn't it, where he goes, pu- what's he called? Puny God or something like that, when he smashes up Loki. Is that how it ends? <laughs> oh, what, Hulk? Yeah, doesn't yeah, Hulk yeah, smash yeah. up Loki? Like, he just keeps yeah, yeah, smashing yeah. him on the floor. Quite yeah, funny. You know, puny God or something is what he says. Like, yes. like quite a funny line. Like, yep. yeah. But yeah, that's like clearly comic relief. At the, if you haven't seen it, like, you know, it's it's a bit brutal the way he smashes him to pieces, but it's also quite funny. The, this the, these Avengers and and I guess Marvel in general off the back of it, they are insanely profitable, though, aren't they? Unbelievable. We said you... about the movies. Yeah. We said uh, when we did our anime episode, massively surprisingly, that Pokemon is the most profitable entertainment franchise in the world. Yeah. Didn't we. Yeah, that's They're right. Like, this is top of the list. There is nothing in the world of entertainment that makes any more money than Pokemon. But, but what, know, about about <laughs> what about Star Wars? What about Star Wars? No, Star Wars, about, just about two-thirds of what it makes. So we'd said that, and, and obviously I read this, so I thought, oh, I'll go back and just see what I'd found out about that before, see if there's an updated version of it. But yeah, so Pokemon is still top, yeah. but Marvel, you know, you uh, you can see a few different different um, charts and, and information, but pretty solidly in the top 10, aren't they? Highest earning entertainment franchises. Unbelievable. So yeah, around $29 billion that they've that they've amassed. And you can you can sort of see why. So apparently that they've done about 19 billion of that have come from their films and the movies that they've done. But there's obviously all these other spin-offs. And in terms of the the films, like a budget for the Avengers film was 220 million, but it then ended up at the box office doing 1.5 billion dollars so it's yeah you can see how yeah. it's profitable can't you yeah well like i was saying that the latest avengers it, it 2.7 billion is the second highest grossing film of all time yeah behind that avatar but yeah like some of the other just in case you haven't listened to our anime episodes you know now you're wondering well what are these other other entertainment franchises i'll just reel off a few of them hello kitty uh you know the, the order is ever so slightly different depends where you look but hello kitty winnie the pooh randomly yep 75 billion yeah mickey mouse star wars disney princess something called and pan man which is an anime isn't it yeah and then yeah and then marvel but then you've also got harry potter in there mario in there but you know these sort of 10 10 franchises are ginormous but on, on that magnitude then so yeah 
Pokemon, about 92 billion. And then going down to, to Marvel at 29 billion. Like there's, there's a, a lot of billions in between that, isn't it? But like yeah. the, the magnitude of it is, is enormous. But yeah, one of the like top 10 in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah pretty good this week. I haven't got, got, I've got a pretty good takeaway. And you, I've actually mentioned it to you in case you mentioned it, but then I realized there's no way you're going to mention what I'm going to mention. Uh, <laughs> Go on then. But, Let everybody know. What is your two guys, one topic takeaway? All right. This week, I stumbled across a word. You know how I like my words. The word is backronym, not acronym, backronym. Okay. And I was like, what does that mean? Now, obviously, this is slightly off topic, slightly. Um, so we know what an acronym is, right? An acronym is like FBI, stands okay. for Federal Bureau of Investigation, WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, okay? They come about because of the first letter of the words. A backronym is where you take a word that already exists and then make an acronym to fit it. Okay. As if it, you've gone backwards. Okay. So I stumbled upon this because you said earlier about what the word shield means now. Okay. Yes. So originally the word shield stood for Supreme Headquarters, International Espionage and Law Enforcement Division. The first letters of all of those spell shield. Yep. That is an, that is an acronym. A backronym is when you go backwards to make it fit the word that already was there. So they couldn't change the word shield because that was already part of all the comics, but they wanted to change what it stood for. So they right. had to invent a new thing that fitted the word shield. A really couple of really good examples of this, right? Because that might have butchered it probably. Lots of people listening will think they know what Adidas stands for. Okay. Do you know what Adidas stands for? Or do you know what you think it does? I remember learning this at school. All day I dream about sports. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't sound for that at all. It's to do with the guy, Adi Dassler, who invented it. What they've done is they've taken the word Adidas and then made an acronym to fit it. It's called uh, a backronym. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like um, another one. What, is, what, what do you think SOS stands for? Oh, yeah. Save our souls. No. SOS doesn't stand for anything. They only picked SOS because it was dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. It was easy to do. Then someone's come along and gone, that stands for Save Our Souls. They've gone yeah. backwards and turned it into an acronym. And I thought that was really interesting. One more is, I don't know if you know what Twitter is rumoured to stand for. No, no idea. Typing what I'm thinking to everybody reading. Typing but it doesn't. what I'm thinking to everybody reading. Yeah, okay. But it, it doesn't, doesn't actually mean that. No, no, no. They've backronymed it. And I thought that I'd stumbled into that. I thought that was really good. <laughs> What a funny, uh, funny segue from uh, from the Avengers. I like it though. Anyway, what's your so, takeaway? So my my two guys one topic takeaway is that the Avengers nearly didn't ever exist at all. It was very very okay. close. So what happened was you had timely publications that we were talking about earlier. What they wanted to put out was another one of their individual heroes called Daredevil. And Daredevil okay. was due to be going to the printers. It had a date where it then needed to be sent there. But it turned out that they weren't able to, to get it there in time. They weren't able to finish the storyline that they wanted to finish. So this is where Stan Lee then said, well, how about we take some of our existing individual members that we've been superheroes that we've been writing about and put them together as the Avengers and see how it goes from there. So it was, yeah, Stan Lee was okay. then thinking, let's take some of these existing characters 
mash them all together because we're not going to meet the deadline on this other individual character. And then it's just grown and grown from there. Wow. That's cool. Like what so, would have been? Exactly. So if, if Daredevil had been written and finished in time and went to print when it should have done, um, then yeah, the Avengers might never have been here. Well, what a cool topic. Well, a deep topic. I think we could probably do this again and there'd still be more we could learn. I really, yeah, really yeah, do. I reckon um, so. It's been interesting. I think I've learned enough to be able to hold a conversation with anybody and then also like for children to let them know a little bit of a backstory about who and why and what each Avenger does. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, particularly with our kids, for example, because I've also, you know, I, I've read as, as a dad, like some of the Avengers movies are quite violent. Not not, not massively so, but certainly for a five-year-old, you might <laughs> okay. not want to watch him. Yeah. Right? So so he's not going to learn these like, the backstory of Captain America, but I can now tell him what the backstory is without him having to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, there yeah. you go. Um, yeah, my goal twice. was to learn to write... Not to talk to somebody at the pub or somebody at work, to talk to my own child about it. So hopefully I can. Hopefully everybody listening can. But that brings us beautifully into you telling us what your topic is this week then. Yes. So next week, next week's all whatever you want. So hit me. What are we doing? So my topic is pretty straightforward. It's all about the pain reliever paracetamol. Okay. Or it might be better known in the in like America or some other places, better known as Tylenol, or there's it's got a few other brand names or but Anadol. basically yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically paracetamol. A little bit about it. I'm sure everyone knows what paracetamol is, but how and why and where okay. and how does it work, some of that type of stuff. I'm quite interested to learn. There'll be people that pick up paracetamol like daily. I'm gonna take yeah. paracetamol. It'd be pretty cool to just know. Ah, let me tell you something about that. Cool, I like that. Yeah, nice. Hopefully that'll be a little bit more straightforward than um, than this. In the Marvel comic universe. <laughs> a little bit less to learn. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit less for us to learn. We're not going to have to go and watch 29 films or something, are we? <laughs> cool. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Hopefully you've learned a little bit, enjoyed a, our, our little chat here about Marvel's Avengers and Marvel, I guess, in, in general. If you want to let us know what you think or thoughts about the episode, please hit us up on the socials at Two Guys One Topic. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. But otherwise, we'll be back next week with Ollie's episode all about paracetamol or paracetamol. Until then, though, get out there and share some Marvel Avengers knowledge.